Did you know that an estimated 80% of women wear the wrong bra size? Because bra styles and sizes vary so much, finding a comfortable and supportive fit takes some trial and error. Hello, action taker. Welcome to Live Blissed Out, a podcast where I have inspirational and informational conversations with business owners and subject matter experts to help you get the scoop on a variety of topics. Tired of hesitating or making decisions without having the big picture? Want to be in the know? Then this is the place to go. I'm your host, Marissa Houston, helping you achieve bliss through awareness and action. So let's get to it. In this episode, Michelle Hogland shares information about the Boob Report, the most honest, up-to-date resource for women who have been diagnosed with breast cancer. With a diagnosis comes confusion and fear. She strives to provide information, links to resources, and answers to questions to make the journey a little less stressful. When Michelle received a devastating diagnosis of breast cancer, she realized that she could take her knowledge and use that to help other women who have been diagnosed and don't know where to turn. Her goal is to make women feel empowered with knowledge and the courage to get through their journey with as much grace and ease as possible. To learn more, visit theboobreport.com. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. Michelle, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Marissa. I appreciate you having me on as a guest. I am looking forward to our conversation. I would love it if you could explain to our listeners what we're going to be covering today. This is going to be something that's very relatable to all women. We're going to be talking about the girls, the boobs, the things that make us feel feminine, if you will. I am a five-year breast cancer survivor. And on my journey, really felt the need and passion to help other women because I know what a scary journey it was for me. In all fairness, there is a lot of information out there, but it's hard to find sometimes. So my result of going through this journey with breast cancer was creating the Boob Report, which is a website resource here in Colorado, hopefully growing over the next several months across the country to give women a place to go and look to have their questions answered to gain knowledge because I don't know about you, Marissa, but I feel like knowledge is power. You just read my (laughs) mind. In fact, that's the whole point of this podcast. We say the words awareness and action because you can't take action if you're not aware of what you're dealing with in any situation. Absolutely. For me, being able to look up something, you know, and I'm not one person that just Googles and goes to one source. I look at at least five different resources to find the answer that I am looking for. It may not always be the answer I want to hear, but at least I gain that knowledge and I know what I'm dealing with. And I think that that really helps women go through their journey with breast cancer with a little more grace and ease and knowing that there's other women out there that have been through that and can support them on that journey. With the website, I have support groups in the area. I have nonprofits that we work with. I'm building a base of businesses that specifically work with women who are going through this journey with breast cancer. For me, it was very important once you get that call, that's devastating enough, but being able to find out that there's a resource that you can immediately turn to that's a little easier to navigate and that you know you can join a group. We have a private Facebook group where you can air your concerns, your worries, your questions, and there's other women there to love and support you and help you get through this journey. From what I'm hearing from you, Michelle, it sounds to me like 
it's a place to go to get information, but then it's also a community, a support system for women that are going through this challenge in their life. Absolutely. Because you don't know what you don't know. For me, I found my surgeon, when I initially had my bilateral mastectomy, she set me up with a physical therapist before I went in for the surgery. And they took measurements. They saw what my arm strength was, what my lung capacity was, things I would have never thought about because I'm having my breast tissue removed. I didn't sprain my ankle or break my leg. So why do I need to see a physical therapist? But she helped me break through that scar tissue and really get through the process of getting my body ready for the implants that were put in place 90 days after my initial surgery. I am shocked at how many women are not given that option. And in no way, shape, or form am I blaming the doctor. They may not realize that that is an option. They may not understand that, yeah, this is something that's very important. So I want that information available to women so that they know to ask that question. Why shouldn't I go through physical therapy after this? And the doctor would probably be like, absolutely, let's do that. Whatever can help you get through this process without so much pain is one of the first steps we need to take. And the other thing that I got from speaking with you earlier was that every situation is different. And I think what happens is that we're really good at talking about breast cancer generally, but every journey that a woman goes through is different. And every situation is different because the illness hits people in different ways. And so having that understanding based on your particular situation helps a lot, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've had women reach out in the group and they're like, my doctor told me that I might feel this way, but I didn't feel that way at all. Is that wrong? And we're like, no. The thing that's so beautiful about the human race is every single one of us is different. Every single person is a snowflake. No two are alike, except for maybe identical twins, but that's a whole nother show. And we experience things differently. Some of the medication they had me on, I had completely opposite side effects as to what the doctor told me I was going to have. And that's where we like to come in and stress the importance of communication, having an advocate there for you when you're going through the doctor's appointments, just someone who can take some notes and be there and remind you, we need to ask this question. We need to find out why it's affecting you this way. And I think that if women feel more empowered to do that, they're going to feel a little bit better going through this journey, having that knowledge and knowing the right questions to ask. So we talked about women who are undergoing the prognosis of being told they have breast cancer, but what about women who have not? Is this a resource for them too, or perhaps people that they love, their families and friends? The one thing that we always stress is to please, please get regular mammograms, to talk to your doctors. Women are very intuitive. If there's something that doesn't feel right, voice that to your doctor and say, you know what, I've got this feeling, I really think I need to have a mammogram now. And it could be 10 years prior to when you should be getting one. You just never know. I am all about prevention and getting in and talking to your doctor. That's one thing that I advocate for is for women, I think we're usually left behind in the whole healthcare process. And that's something that needs to change. Instead of telling women, you need to wait until you're 40 to get mammograms, why can't they start in our 20s? Why can't we get those? Because prevention is key. Most cancers are survivable if you catch them in the early stages. Why do you think women hesitate sometimes to get checked up? I mean, are there different procedures or is the procedures invasive to a degree where women are fearful of it? What is the reason behind that? 
Oh, I absolutely believe that. I'll be the first person to tell you I hated going and getting mammograms. I mean, I was not blessed in the breast area. You know, my boobs were relatively normal, smaller size, more athletic build. And it was not fun to go get squeezed in that mammogram machine at all. But there's different techniques now. They have radial imaging. They have different ways that they can do that. But I think, Marissa, it's an excellent question. Women always put everyone else first. They always feel like, I'll get to that. I'll take care of my health at this point. They've sort of put themselves on the back burner. And an interesting statistic that I learned through one of the nurse navigators is a lot of times that depends on race as well. Hispanic women, if they get a diagnosis of breast cancer, they will literally put off treatment because they have to be home taking care of the family. In that culture, they are the foundation. So them being sick and needing treatment and not being able to be there to run that household just goes against everything that they've come up with with their culture. It's heartbreaking, but it's also fascinating to me. Another one of the things that I want to get out with the Boo Report is to be able to reach women of all cultures, race, let them know you are important. You need to take care of yourself so that you can take care of the other people that you love in your life. Are you searching for a trusted merchant service provider for your business? SG Associates LLC is your partner for quality payment and merchant service solutions. With over 15 years of experience in credit card processing, SG Associates offers merchants the best pricing, products, and customer service available from a payment and solutions service provider. Their number one goal is to save their merchants as much as possible on their credit card processing fees. To learn how they can help you, call 1-800-455-5211 or visit sg-associatesllc.com. That is quite interesting. I didn't know that culture played a role in how people react to either getting diagnosed or even keeping themselves as healthy as possible so that they can be there for their families. You're saying then that there are other options. A lot of times doctors don't present that. So the boob report, I assume, would be a great resource to know what questions to ask or maybe let the doctor know, listen, I don't like the traditional way that it's done. What are the other alternatives that might encourage me to actually get tested so that I don't avoid it and run away from it? Right. Well, we are actually adding that onto the website. Initially, we were pretty much focused on women when they had been diagnosed. So there is information that's slowly coming to us that we will be adding to the website in regards to prevention. I am very lucky in the fact that I have partnered with the state of Colorado and they have been sending me a ton of resources that are available to women who either do not have insurance, minority women, or women who have lost their jobs or have a very low income and can't afford some of the preventative measures. There are resources out there. So we will be adding that to the website very soon, because I think that's very important that we're able to reach out to all women, no matter job status, insurance status, what have you. Every woman has the right to be able to be able to take care of herself and make sure that she's healthy. We obviously want prevention before having to deal with it to begin with. But once you are dealing with it, then it's a whole other way of tackling the situation. And so you're dealing with a different experience. The groups that you are starting, so for example, you talked about the Facebook group, is that particularly dedicated to women who are experiencing or have undergone a diagnosis? Yes. It used to be the breast cancer arena, but they're trying to be more positive now. The pink world. There's so many amazing groups that are 
solely dedicated to prevention. And we do know some of those groups. We've worked with them in the past. So if someone were to come to us, reach out to us on Facebook or send us an email through the website, we would be more than happy to direct them to one of these organizations that could help them with the preventative side of it. So you're partnering with other groups as well? Yes. The women that are part of your group and are using the resources, how do they benefit from it the most? What are the things they need to do to engage with their community and get the support that they need? Most important thing they need to do is communicate, whether it be with their doctor, their best friend, significant other. I know one of the things that I struggled with is that I tried to keep everything inside and that's just not healthy. I was trying to protect my family, which in turn really affected me more mentally than I had realized. I highly, highly recommend talking to a support group if you're comfortable being in a group. If not, talk to your doctor about possibly getting some mental health. I see a counselor. I have a therapist that I see twice a month and it has done wonders for me because Getting a diagnosis like breast cancer is not only devastating, but it can cause such anxiety and stress, which is not good physically for your body. So just being able to reach out and ask for help, another thing that women struggle with a little bit, is such an amazing gift that you can give to yourself to just say, I need help. When we think of breast cancer diagnosis, we think of the physical aspects of it. But there's so much emotional stuff that happens because you can only imagine what that means. Women are scared. They know that it's a new normal for them, that they have to fight a battle. They have to deal with so many things that go through their heads. So it's just as much of an impact on them mentally as it is physically. Absolutely. And there have been more and more groups that are coming out that are focusing on the actual study of the mental side effects of going through a devastating diagnosis. I mean, not only breast cancer, but any type of cancer, heart disease, anything like that, even losing a loved one, the stress that it takes mentally on people is something that I'm a big advocate for, that we really need to study that more and have more resources available for people so that they have someone that they can talk to. Yeah. And it's really about a support system. It's having the information in front of you. It's something we always forget. We're not alone. There are so many people that struggle and never show it. And even our society judges people not realizing they might be going through some really tough times and they're not saying anything. And then people just make assumptions. It forces us not only to be grateful, but compassionate and to say, we don't know what people are going through in their lives. And so just be kind, try to be helpful and supportive every which way you can. And for the people that are actually going through it, it's nice to go to a community where other people are experiencing the same things because you feel like you're in a place where they get you and you can share what you're struggling with at that moment. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, Marissa, there's some women, and I'll use myself as an example, the support groups that are available just in Colorado, the Denver metro area alone, are pretty amazing. I'm the type of person that I don't feel comfortable in a large group setting like that. So I focused more on women that I met through that group and would meet with them individually. I stress this all the time. There is no right or wrong way to go through this journey. It's your personal journey and it has to be what you are comfortable with and what is going to benefit you the most in your recovery. Some women feel guilty because they don't feel comfortable in support groups, so then they don't reach out beyond that. 
I'm so glad you mentioned that. You're right. I mean, a support group, you could be a part of it and not participate, but know that there are women in there that, hey, you know, if you're seeing some of the comments they're making and they sound like they resonate with you, you can certainly reach out to them, right? And say, hey, do you want to talk? I need somebody to talk to and I like what you're saying. Maybe we can connect. You can take it to another level. It doesn't have to be broadcast to the world if you don't feel comfortable with that. Absolutely. And we have women who are part of the private Facebook group that never really comment. They never really engage, but they have reached out to me individually, a private message or something saying, thank you so much. I'm not comfortable reaching out, but just being able to read other women's experiences has helped me so much. If I can help one woman get through her journey, it's such a gift. If I can help more than that, it's a dream come true. Absolutely. And the thing that you're doing here, Michelle, is you're giving them a place to go online to get information where they don't have to search through thousands of articles. When you go online, there's all kinds of information that could scare you or give you wrong analogy of what you should be doing. Knowing that there's just a place you can go for both information, but also as a resource to reach out to others if that is something that you choose to do. That's just a wonderful thing because it saves you from all of that anxiety, but it also kind of reminds you that there are others there that care, that have been through it, and that can understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. And I think support is such a huge component in getting through this journey. I have met women, unfortunately, that they're single, they've moved to a new state or city, and they feel like they're pretty much on their own. So having an online community, at least, that they can reach out to is tremendously helpful because it's so important, no matter what sort of diagnosis or trauma or anything that you're going through, just to be able to know that there's other people out there rooting for you and supporting you helps tremendously. And I know that you're very passionate about it because you've been through it. There are a lot of people who go through that and don't do anything. And so the fact that you have taken that step, taken action to say, listen, I've learned a lot. And if I had this resource when I was going through it, it would have helped me. And now I want to pass it on to other women to help them go through this challenging time in their lives. For our listeners right now, maybe somebody is going through this and did not know that there was this resource. How do they learn more about your community and your website and how did they get a hold of you and what are some things you'd like to share in terms of how they can participate in the process? Well, thank you, of course. I appreciate that. It's theboobreport.com. That's our website resource. The link to our podcast, which we are growing, is through the website as well. You'll find the tab on there. We also have launched a YouTube channel so people can watch that as well. We are growing and we're always looking for women to send us suggestions or ideas of more information that we could have. So through the website, they can email me or they can email me directly, Michelle, two L's and an E at theboobreport.com. And no suggestion is tossed aside. We look at everything. We research all of these resources that are available. And if we feel that it is very helpful for women, we will definitely add it to the website. It's a place for them, too, to give feedback and communicate, even if they're not comfortable sharing their particular journey. I thank you so much for being here and for sharing this with all of us. Marissa, I so appreciate you having me on as a guest so that I can share my story. I truly appreciate it. That's a wrap for this episode of Live Blissed Out. Thanks to Michelle Hogland for joining us. And thanks for listening. 
If you have a question or comment for a future episode, all you have to do is go to speakpipe.com forward slash L-B-O-V-M or click the link in the show notes to leave a brief audio message. If you find value in our show, please visit liveblissedout.com to reach out, subscribe, and share on social media. This show is made possible through listeners like you. Thank you. So long for now, and remember to keep moving forward.